Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Today's episode of Locked On Bulldogs is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Daniel, another week. We don't sleep. Dogs don't sleep. Fans don't sleep. Maybe you're sleepy, but that's... Yeah. That's, that's the, probably accurate. That's probably that's because you're listening to this podcast at two thirty in the afternoon as you're in your cubicle, needing a pick me up. Yeah. And guess what? Oof, guess man. what? We're here. For we're you. here for that. That's we're what we're here about. For that. Uh, Daniel and I are not gurus or insiders. We are fans first and foremost, and we want you to be the best fan possible. So this podcast is for fans by fans. Uh, we're going to bring you expert advice on how to be a better fan of UGA, Daniel. That's right. That's what we do because that's what we're good at. Um, don't have a ton of life skills, but we are good at being UGA fans. And so mm-hmm. uh, we've parlayed that into a podcast. I'm not sure. Of all things. That's the world that we live in. 2020. Today. Thank you. That's what. That's where we're at. Um, uh, no, we're glad that you're here. If you're a new listener to the show, welcome. Uh, if you're an old listener to the show, uh, thanks for being with us for the long haul. We've been doing this podcast for a while, and as Clint said, um, we don't consider ourselves to be uh, insiders, or we don't plan on breaking any news on this podcast. What we do plan on doing is helping, is having a real conversation the way that fans talk about our favorite team, the Georgia Bulldogs. And so if you want to join in on that conversation, you can email us at LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. We love interacting with you, talking with you, uh, reading your emails, reading your tweets. got a couple of um, great this or that ideas that we're going to get to on Wednesday mm-hmm. from a couple of listeners. Um, thank you for those. You can keep those coming if you have segment ideas. Uh, if you have questions about anything that we talk about on the show, if you have comments, concerns, uh, that's the place to let us know. If you like what we're doing on the show and you want to let us know that, you could send us an email. That's fine. But you you could really go to uh, your podcast listening service of choice or just go onto iTunes, search for Lockdown Bulldogs and give us a five-star rating and a review that that helps us out a bunch. That's the best way to tell us that you like the show. Uh, thank you to all of you who uh, have done that in this last week. We really do appreciate it. Um, if you're out there and you're listening uh, and you haven't ever done that, just go click on that thing on your phone real quick. Just click that five stars and um, write a, a short review, and that helps us out a bunch. So you can do that. You can tell a friend about the show. Um, uh, you can tell your cat uh, to subscribe to the show. All those things are things that you can do, but mostly you can just be here with us. That's right. Uh, it's a long off season, but we are slowly but surely progressing through it. It's almost July, Clint. I don't know if you we know. Got, it's darn near July. We got 10 weeks, Daniel, till this season is here upon us. 10 sparkling 10 short weeks. weeks. They're going to be shorter than short. That's that's unbelievable, really, considering how late this season starts. This is not one of those like August 31st kickoff no. type seasons. Like no. This is a late start to the season, and yet we are darn near single-digit weeks. Until right. it's here, um, it's exciting. It's exciting. It is, it is really exciting. Uh, and with the season approaching comes college football as well as NFL football. And people are out there, Daniel. Our first segment is uh, is going to be a little bit of prognostication by those who write for NFL teams and talking about draft right. order. Because why should I care about the NFL? That's well, not that's... the answer. Well, you shouldn't be only oh, because. Okay. So NFL, no, no, no. Other UGA players who are getting paid, yes, yes, yes. Sure. That's what you should sure. care about. That's, that's correct. That's correct. So uh, 
DraftWire has put out for themselves a nice little com- compendium of probable draft picks from next year's draft. We're already there. That's how thirsty you are for football. I'm going to go through a couple of them, Daniel. Uh, how uns- many draft? How many draft publications on the internet do you believe? Do you think that there are right now? Like NFL drafts? Like I would legitimately 40? say two oh, hundred. I was I was going to give out the number one hundred. There are easily a hundred draft prognosticators out in the world who have some sort of presence on the internet that's my a guess. lot of time on your hands you put something like that together here and i am three days a week talking about like recording a georgia podcast but whatever and how much that's... do you hate yourself to put out draft predictions when you are wrong a hundred percent of the time you just hate yourself it's like a weatherman on steroids like <laughs> really uh, e- is. E- even a weatherman occasionally will get it right this is this is freaking Mike Fultonevich trying to put down a sacrifice bunt. That's the level. That's the kind of percentages we're talking about here. Daniel. Hey, welcome to the DH. Welcome to the DH podcast where we talk about how Major League Baseball is never going to make us watch Mike Fultonevich hit again. And that's, that's well, just fine by I me. Won't, I won't watch any DH because MLB is dead to me. But I digress. Uh, not surprising. Gosh. Number one pick, Trevor Lawrence. Number two, Justin Fields. Quarterbacks off the board. We got an offensive tackle. We got a lit- litany of... Um, potential wide receivers and cornerbacks. Unsurprisingly, Alabama has six picks in this draft wire mock draft put together. Daniel, six, three, all wide receivers. The Alabama starting wide receiver core goes in the top 19, every last one of them in this draft. This mock draft. You think you think Jalen Waddle's gonna get drafted in the top nineteen? Not a chance. I think he probably I, I think he probably will. No. I think the NFL is changing. Um I, I think he will – C.C. Lamb, C.D. Lamb. C.D. C.D. Lamb, sorry. C.C. is Lamb the pizza joint. <laughs> C.C. Lamb, I believe. I was going to say it's like an 80s techno band. I oh, think that's yes. like It sounds like a – yeah. That's exactly right. Um, no, C.D. Lamb went down in draft boards. I think there will be injury concerns or whatever they come up with him. Uh, but nonetheless, three of them in the top 19. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh Dylan Moses of Alabama goes 11 to the Denver Broncos, which, by the way, Dylan Moses, good linebacker, close to top 10. I, that's like, uh, we like, Ro- that's like Roquan Smith territory, like where Roquan Smith went. I was like, just going to say, that's, don't, don't come at me with that. I mean, that. Why, why do your homework when you can just go through Alabama's roster and plug them in for your early mock draft? You oh, know, like, is, was this guy highly recruited? Did he play for Crim- Clemson Tide? Okay, put him in. <laughs> okay. Put his name on list. That's exactly. I put right. his name here. My editor, give me, give me money. two treats today. <laughs> I get to eat lunch today. Uh, we have to go to fourteen to get the Chicago Bears, and the Chicago Bears are dr- are mocked to take Jamie Newman, quarterback of I'm Georgia. Sorry. Fourteen. Jameis Newman. Fourteen. J- Jamie Newman. Jameis Newman came on the board. Daniel, that's insane. Wow. Do you that's remember insane. the last time? Georgia had a quarterback mocked to go in the first round. Look, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to. He it's... was going to be the number two overall pick, Clint. He was going to be the number two overall. Uh... All right. Anyway, uh, this is not. We're, that's actually. That's actually later in the show. We're gonna. We're yeah, gonna later in the show, we we'll get to Jamie Newman and the we'll talk bat about, permission. We'll talk but about Jamie Newman. Then, uh, notable to us at twenty-one, the Indianapolis Colts are mocked to take. One Richard LeCount, safety, Georgia, told you, Daniel, he was getting attention. Trevor Trevor is uh, just 
cackling to himself at this news. He really is. He is loving every second of it. (laughs) Richard LeCount, if he gets drafted in the first round, again, I will be shocked. There are all these advanced stats about Richard LeCount. Like he's not he's not allowed a thirty yard pass or something in his college career. Like there's all these sort of weird, obscure stats. I just Man, I, I don't know what it is. I guess I've just seen Richard LeCount chasing too many plays. And I'm not I, saying those were all his fault. Like, you know, it could have been blown coverages elsewhere, and he's just back there. So, like, he of course, he's chasing the play. Um, I just do not see this guy as a first-rounder. I mean, I, like, I, prove me wrong. I, lo- I love Richard LeCount. Would love to see yeah. him go in the first round. But if he goes in the first round, he will, to me, he will be a guy that, like, underproduced yeah. during his Georgia career. Value is not going to be high at there, if that's the case. Uh, but that's not the shocking... All of what I've just said, not the most shocking on the list, Daniel. That was the setup. That was the setup. Was the s- right. Okay. Hit us all with right. the punchline now. Brian Lynn of USA Today Sports has the Kansas City Chiefs at number th- 32 taking Last one, pick of the first round. Last pick. Here we go. Who's one, it going to be? It's a, it's a Tennessee player, Daniel. Daniel, but it's a new Tennessee is it Jared Garantano? No, not not <laughs> Garantano. Uh, it's one Cade Mays going thirty second oh. to the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh no! Okay. Oh no! All I had to do was read this article, get down to thirty two, and then immediately say, "Oh, so this is garbage." So this is this just is not words a, on a page. This is not a thing that we're talking about again. In case you're new to the podcast and have missed our take, um. If Cade Mays thinks he's going to play tackle in the NFL, uh, he has got another thing coming. Listen, if you if if you told me Cade Mays was going to the NFL as a guard, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. I'd take a I'd take a third round pick on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would spend a third rounder on Cade Mays, the guard. I think he's I mean he's a mountain of a man. He um, is powerful and strong. He's got decent feet for a guy who's playing inside. Correct. But then you move him to the outside, and those feet begin to be encased in lead and unable to move with any speed or precision. He is he is trying to find Peter Pan because he is nothing but a lost little boy wandering out oh in the my. desert alone. Oh, my. Uh, yeah. It's not... Um, both of us on record cannot wait till the Tennessee game. Give me Aziz Ojolari lined up, just d- staring dead in the eyes of Cade Mays, because that is not going to end well for whoever Jared Guarantano's backup is that's playing at the moment. Um, Clint, um, uh, at the Lockdown Podcast Network, we stand against racism and social injustice, and that's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, uh, which is still today, Locked On is matching all the totals of all the host donations up to an additional $10,000. And you can join us by making your donation along with us at LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. Daniel, something else that we take very seriously is nutrition. Wait, that's a lie. Uh, but we do take very seriously no. tasty food. That is a just stone cold lock. Okay, tasty you just food. go back through the archives of this podcast, and you will see no shortage of evidence, no. both from paid sponsors and otherwise, telling you that we value food that is delicious. Right. Now, you could also ask our wives 
And they would tell you that we should value food that's more nutritious. Correct. So because. actually, our wives have listened far too often to this podcast. No, they haven't. They just heard the, the Built Bar read so many times that I'm starting to get Built Bars to my office, Daniel, that I didn't order. And I'm thinking my wife is giving me a little hint like, hey, dude, COVID yeah. hasn't treated you well. Why don't you eat this instead of the hamburger? Yeah, the second hamburger. Correct. Or the third Correct. hamburger. Correct. So if you uh, are like us and you need to lose some weight, you need to get back in shape, and you want something that tastes delicious, like a candy bar, and it truly does, Daniel, I have tasted them. They actually do. They're low in sugar, high in fiber, high in protein. They're going to get you in shape. They're going to give you protein. Go to builtbar.com. Locked on promo is going to get you $10 off your first order, which is nothing to sneeze at. It is something that's going to be great. Get them directed to your door. Locked on on the promo for builtbar.com. Get $10 off your first order. All right, Clint. We are going to begin a new segment. Um, 10 weeks of the season. We are hey, we just said it. And so it's time to really start getting serious about this roster, Clint. It is. Uh, football players are on campus. Um, they're going through conditioning, spending some time in the film room, maybe passing the ball around on the yard. No official practices, of course, but uh, players are on campus. Um, we expect you know things to continue to progress towards the season. And so... Um, we can wait no longer. We need to begin no. going through this roster. Every year uh, in the in the preseason, we like to go through and, and give a grade, a, a numeric grade, 1 to 99, um, similar to the way that the football game Madden or NCAA football would grade a player. We grade our, a position group. And so we do these preseason grades um, but rarely do we come back and postseason give a grade for last year's team uh, for or the previous year's we, team. And we so have this our year, candles out. We're staring into them yes. and we're having some reflection. That's correct. So this year, what we're going to do is we're going to give you the postseason grade for mm -hmm. last year's unit as well as the preseason grade for this year's unit in our minds, which will indicate to you how much we expect this unit to improve or decline and um, what have you. And so we're starting, as all good position group breakdowns should start, we're starting with the quarterback, one, because it's the most important position on the team, and two, because it's really the least interesting one to talk about. And so we're right. kind of getting it out of the way. <laughs> right. Uh, um, uh, Jamie Newman, as you mentioned, is predicted by one idiot um, <laughs> to be a first-round draft pick. I'm not calling him an idiot because he predicted Jamie Newman to be in the first round. But let's be clear. He did have Cade Mace going in the first round. Of so, uh, Jamie Newman was predicted to be a first-round draft pick. At one point, not too long ago, as we mentioned, Jake Fromm was predicted to be a first-round draft pick. So, um, Clint, when, what stands out to you when you, think, when you look back at last year? When it comes to the quarterback position. Okay. I have, I was telling Daniel pre-production, I've watched the Baylor Sugar Bowl game on repeat now six times. Okay. Six times I've laid out on this game. Man is hungry <laughs> for football. <laughs> oh, so hungry. So thirsty for football. And what I came away with, again, everything else, all the other takes that we have said have been solidified uh, on this podcast by watching that game six times. But what has stood out to me is just how much Jake Fromm was bad, Daniel how horrible he was as a quarterback now look you can say damn good dog jake Fromm took us as a freshman to the national champ you can say all that and all of that is true again daniel and i are proponents of two things being true at the same time jake sure. Fromm played in a national championship game as a freshman 
and he was horrible last year, and he was one of the biggest dead weights on our offense. It, you know, you, you, it feels like you're trying to kick a dead horse here yeah, when I you know, when you I do know. this. But just the fact of the matter is, is that you're right. He was he was a liability on the offense. Okay, um, passing efficiency, otherwise known as now. Listen, we know when you look at the stats, Jake Fromm is not going to show up in any mm. yards per game, passing touchdowns. Okay, we get that some of those stats can be skewed based on the type of offense that's run, based on times. So I'm not going to give you any of those stats. I'm going to go to the uh, the advanced stats, the stats that factor in. Things like number of attempts, number of completions, all that stuff. Passing efficiency, a.k.a. passer rating. Jake Fromm was the 51st ranked quarterback in the country oh. last year. Oh. Yards per completion. Some people believe it to be the most important stat mm-hmm. in in football for a quarterback. Uh, Jake Fromm as a freshman was elite in terms of yards per completion. Jake from last year was 63rd in the country. I'm sorry. That's out of 130, Clint. That is darn near the bottom half yards per completion. Completion percentage. Again, Jake Fromm, what would you say he was going into the season? Doesn't have the biggest uh, arm in the world, I, but he's I, an accurate passer. Accurate. Right, exactly. He's a game manager. He uh-huh. doesn't put you in bad situations. Uh-huh. Oh, wait. He had he was 62nd in the country in completion percentage. He didn't have a 62% completion percentage. I was just going to ask. He was, the, he was the 62nd ranked quarterback out of oh, okay. 130 okay. in the country when it came to completion percentages. Now, look. Last year, I am giving Jake from... I'm giving him a 75. If he's a Madden quarterback, it's I am looking for free agents. Okay, like um, it, that's his rating. That's the the unit rating as a team. Obviously, he was the only quarterback that played significant playing time last year, and so that's where I'm, that's where we're going. What are you What are you putting our postseason Jake Fromm rating at for last year, Clint? Uh, now I might have soured and have soured grapes, and and I'm just bitter. But I'm giving him a 72. Daniel, I'm going lower. I'm asking, not only am I looking for free agents, I'm looking down the bench and going, (laughs) maybe maybe there's something else. Maybe time to develop this rookie that we drafted out of Tulane (laughs) on Madden. Um, uh, All right, that was last year. Both had Jake from 72-75 respectively. Uh, We'll be right back after the break to talk about where we see this year's quarterback uh, and how he stacks up to those numbers. But first, Clint, how is that 2005 Honda Odyssey minivan treating you these days? Well, it's rolling it- great. The, pit, the the cylinders are firing away. The transmission is, that, is going is that smooth. Because, is it because you've recently purchased and acquired auto parts from one rockauto.com to pop in that 2005 Honda Odyssey? 2005 maybe? Honda Odyssey is running smooth because rockauto.com has given me parts directly to my door. I didn't have to go into a shop. I didn't have to look like an idiot as I was trying to make the noise of my engine to somebody else. I got YouTube does that for me. And then I took Correct. That, that YouTube description. Mm-hmm. I popped into Rock Auto. They said, oh, you need this part. Here you go. They shipped it right to me. I put it onto my car. I saved some money, didn't get COVID, and didn't have to look like an idiot, Daniel. And now my car is running beautifully. 
Quick question. Do you have to wear a mask when you go to rockauto.com? You don't. Actually, you don't You don't got to wear a dang thing, Daniel. Rockauto.com does not discriminate. <laughs> okay, now we're... Nope, nope, nope. Uh, no, Daniel. Nope. You don't wear Shut a mask. Shut it down. You don't got to worry Shut about down the ad read. You go, Shut you it go, down. You go right now to rockauto.com and you let them know we sent you by putting lockdown on the uh, comment section, rockauto.com, all the parts your car will ever need. All right, Clint. I don't know how we recover from you shopping for auto parts in the news. I but did, I didn't say here that. we I are. Segment three. It doesn't force you to. That's all I said. Here you, we are. You segment assume. three. We are talking about Jamie Newman. We are talking about yep. the future of the quarterback position. Um, just so we're clear for the listeners, we believe Jamie Newman is the starting quarterback on this team. It doesn't matter about JT Daniels' eligibility. We no. believe this is Jamie Newman's team. We believe he's not going to lose the job to Carson Beck or JT Daniels no. or anyone else for that matter. Uh, so we're not going to discuss them in this segment, not because we are not glad they're on our team, not because we do not think they have a future on our program, even though one of the names I just mentioned does not have a future on our program, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but because we believe that this year's quarterback will be Jamie Newman, we have hitched our wagon to it. And if mm-hmm. that wagon goes careening off a cliff into the ocean, by golly, we're strapped right in there. We gone. <laughs> we gone. We gone. Don't ask where we went because you'll already know. Clint. What stands out to you when you think about this year's quarterback position in terms of giving it an overall rating or just what you expect from the play of the quarterback this season? Okay. I, I got a quick question for you, Daniel. When you're an undergraduate okay. and you have lots of class loads and you're trying to figure out what building is where and how to get from one side of campus to the other, uh, that okay. takes up a lot of mental energy, right? It does. Okay. Jamie sure. Newman is what we call a graduate transfer. He's done. With his mm. undergraduate studies. Now, oh, I see. I don't know if you know what a graduate degree involves, Daniel, but let me tell mm-hmm. you what it involves for one Mr. Jamie Newman. It involves uh-huh. playing football. Wait, ho- the hold film the, room? Hold the phone. <laughs> the film room. Just wait a second. The training room. I'm not, uh-huh. I'm not done. Oh, okay. More in the football building. <laughs> More in the football building. That's what it entails. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, I'm not saying okay. this gentleman is not going to classes. He is. And I'm not saying he's not working. Are you something. trying to break some news? Are I'm, we, I'm not. I'm not. Is this an insider? Or do you have, no. do you have any ins? I'm, I'm letting okay. you know how the world works. Okay. For all oh, of us. Oh, I see. This yeah. is. <laughs> This, is, this just, is just a strap on your big boy pants and come to grips with reality. That's, that's what you're trying to give that's us all right I'm here. Trying to say. Okay. So what I'm saying right. is Jamie Newman, all the skill, all the experience, all the talent comes on over. And what he has is a wealth of information, a good amount of talent. And all he's going to be focused on is playing football, getting better as a graduate transfer for UGA. Uh, Daniel, I put his number, if I'm on Madden for, for a video game, I put his number at 83, 84. Okay. Okay, I'm going to. You were a little bit lower on Jake Fromm, was a little bit higher on Jake Fromm. I'm going to go a little bit higher on Jamie Newman. I got nothing to lose here. Oh, I'm going to go. I'm I'm going to slide into a ninety oh. with Jamie Newman. No, I'm coming in hot. I just decided I am coming in hot with Jamie Newman. Listen, um, he has got the arm strength. He's got the mobility. That we are looking for in a quarterback. He is a veteran leader. I know people are concerned about the playbook. People are concerned about the offense. People are concerned about the system. People are concerned about the fit. Listen to me. If George Pickens is your wide receiver, you don't need to worry about the fit. Do you understand what I'm saying? Hold up. There's so no. This, this man over here is faster, bigger, stronger, and will grab any ball better than anybody else in the entire planet that he's going to play. Oh, okay. There's no bad fit for that. Oh, okay. 
That's like saying, hey, I found the best tasting taco in town. Do you want to eat it? And like, no, there's gotta be it's just not a good fit for me. It's not a good fit. <laughs> That's a lie. Like, That's yes, it is. Fit. I told you it's the best tasting taco in town. Uh, Jamie Newman is stepping into a great situation at Georgia. Uh, he's got everything to gain from this season. He's got everything to play for. He does well. The thing that we need the most uh, in our offense, which is the deep ball. Oh, okay. I think he's going to be asked to do that a lot more uh, than Jake Fromm ever could or would. Um, uh, I think the top is going to come off the defense. I think that's going to open up the running game for both Jamie Newman and guys like Zamir White and James Cook. And so I'm high on Jamie Newman. Um, I'm going to give him a 90. I do want... To slide in a little word of caution, though, Ooh. for the Jamie, on the Jamie Newman for, train. For okay? you? You're, you're not going to give out a caution to yourself after the hot take? Listen, I only, I only gave him a ninth. You understand it goes up to nine. Like, I didn't, I didn't say he was going to win the Heisman Trophy, okay? Like, if if Joe Burrow or whatever from last season is a 99, then Jamie Newman can be a 90. Okay. That's not okay. a... Okay. Okay. Word of caution is he threw 11 interceptions last year. Ooh. In ten and a half games, yeah, uh, that's not good. Okay, you, if you're a Georgia fan, you've probably heard that before. It's a lot of interceptions, and if you're a Georgia fan and you're like me, you've probably said something to yourself uh, similar to, "Well, he didn't have George Pickens last year. He was playing for Wake Forest last year. He probably had a ridiculously uh, inadequate wide receiving core." And um, and so I went and did, did a little digging. It is difficult to find advanced stats in in college football. Okay, listen, somebody keep a website. If you want to make money, some, please, I will talk about you for free on the show every single week. If you will just create a statistical database that has more than just yards per game and total defense on your website. Okay. Um, through nine weeks of last season, okay, this was the latest one I could find through nine weeks of last season. So not quite the whole season, but most of the season, two thirds of the season, pro football focus wrote an article ranking all 130 wide receiver units in the nation. Clint through nine weeks of the season, Georgia, any guesses where Georgia comes in on this? Oh my gosh. Last year, last year's wide receiving core through nine weeks, uh, 40th. 32nd close 32nd in the nation do you care to take a guess as to where wake forest wide receiving unit came in through nine weeks in the nation well the fact that you're asking me this means they're ahead of us and the fact that you're asking me this means that they're more than halfway ahead of us 30th uh they were 12th in all of college i I didn't want to say that i didn't want to go that high i was hedging my bet with so jamie newman threw 11 interceptions while having the 12th best wide receiving core in all of college football, according to Pro Football Focus, through the first nine weeks of the season. Now, to be fair, five of Jamie Newman's 12 interceptions came after week nine. Okay. Okay. So there was some. And to be fair, after week nine, Wake Forest played teams like Clemson and Michigan State, each of which he threw two interceptions yeah. against. Great defenses. So, um, but. He still threw six interceptions in the first nine weeks of the season. He's got a little problem when it comes to 
uh, accuracy when it comes to possibly trying to do too much, trying to fit balls in to too tight of windows. Uh, he's going to have to get that under control. Uh, and if you're just expecting George Pickens is going to bail him out from all of those bad throws, you might want to reconsider that take given the fact that he had some pretty decent wide receivers at Wake Forest last Now, the year. only challenge I'm going to give you is if you saw Wake Forest offense last year, this muddle-huddle thing that was going on behind the line of scrimmage, the wide receivers could have been proficient because all they were asked to do was do chop steps on the outside and do go routes and get past somebody as Jamie Newman and the, and the running back walked hand-in-hand hand for five yards. You know, <laughs> they, so, just, they just skipped humming a tune for the first, the for the first 18 seconds of the play. It was the weirdest just, offense. So uh but but i hear that yes we all need to be anticipating jamie newman uh may have may have some troubles maybe bumpy ahead but we are on record as saying we're we're willing to take that risk significant steps forward in terms of qb play for this coming season so get excited george fans yep uh hey that does it for this episode of locked on bulldogs you know where to find us on our email on our twitter reach out to us love to talk to you find the show notes that information is going to be there visit our sponsors let them know that we sent you uh and if you still want some more football college football let your smart device know that you'd like to play the most recent episode of locked on sec and we will see you on wednesday see you